Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And with friends like these, I don't need any enemies. Welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better. It's Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Keep weighing in about those coaches. Two of them. Jim Harbaugh, still in Michigan. Bill Belichick, out on the street after leaving the pages after 24 years. Who's a better hire for a coaching opening, let us know at Triple H say ESPN. That is eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. But we flipped that script because we got divisional weekend playoff action. It starts on Saturday, four thirty Eastern time on ESPN, ABC, and ESPN Plus. You have the Baltimore Ravens, number one seed in the AFC, taking on the Houston Texans with that young squire known as CJ Stroud. Then you got the last game of the weekend, six thirty Eastern time on NBC, where you have Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. That game being played in Buffalo. Harry Douglas is going to be there. He's not going to be on the sidelines because it's going to be 22 degrees of game time. He's going to be in the suite, keeping warm, having a hot toddy or hot cocoa, whatever he's going to have to make sure he's not freezing his butt off on the sidelines when Buffalo hosts Kansas City. But I mentioned those two quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Who has the most pressure to win this weekend, Harry, and why? Freddie, you done shook the table. <laughs> That's this, a new one. I haven't heard that woo, one before. Woo. Oh, man. <laughs> by the way, unfortunately, I came up with this. So a lot of credit to Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, as well as Michelle Small and the crew led by Nuno. They're the ones that came with this question. And Shannon was like, yeah, we need to direct that to us because I know exactly what kind of reaction we're going to get from Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Well, like Mike Tomlin says in his pressures, you're not going to get a knee-jerk reaction from me. Uh, But what you are going to get is an answer from me, Freddie. And my answer is going to be, I'm going to go Josh Allen. And here's why I say that with my eyes buck wide open, like Mike Tomlin. Uh, I go. I go. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going. What kind of path are we going down? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm go Josh Allen, and and here's why. Um, I look at back in 2020, and I was actually at that AFC Championship game in Kansas City, really? sitting in the cold in the stands for that one. I wasn't indoors for that one. Okay. Um, and I seen Josh Allen have an opportunity to, you know lead his team to a Super Bowl, winning the AFC Championship game. And I watched him on numerous of occasions kind of take his team out of that ball game. Also, you know, watched the divisional round in 2021 where it wasn't on Josh Allen. He didn't do anything wrong, right. but the defense didn't do their part. But still, you lost to Mahomes for a second time in the playoffs. And I watched Josh Allen last year in the divisional round mm-hmm. where he was undefeated at home right. before Joe Burrow came, in, came into, you know, uh, Highmark Stadium. And beat him, and he didn't have the best performance. And I look at how the Kansas City Chiefs are constructed right now at this moment, and you look at this game this weekend versus Patrick Mahomes, this is the best opportunity that Josh Allen has ever had to dethrone Patrick Mahomes, the Super Bowl um, champions of 2022, and move on to an AFC championship appearance. Okay, That's why I say it's a lot of pressure on Josh Allen, right. especially when you look at Stephon Diggs hasn't always been happy. 
right? We don't know how this team is going to be constructed moving forward. There's a lot of, you know, nonsense that's, that's going on with this football team the last few years. Some of it nonsense, some of it, you know, you can't control because of medical, you know, situations that happen with DeMar Hamlin. Okay. So All I'm right. going to go with Josh Allen in those regards mm-hmm. because of the simple fact that he's been knocking on the door and the two quarterbacks that have that have really – you know, stopped him from getting to a Super Bowl has been Patrick Mahomes twice, and then it was Joe Burrow last year. But now you have the perfect opportunity to get your football team back to an AFC championship game and with the possibility of going to a Super Bowl in 2023. So that's why I'm going to go Josh Allen. Yeah, when when it comes to the Buffalo Bills, if not now, when? If not them, who? And a lot of people have been talking about this window closing uh-huh. for the Buffalo Bills. Well, yeah, well, well, yeah, but in the NFL, come on, it's second by second. Well, as long as you got a quarterback, in my opinion, right. and Josh Allen's the quarterback. The window's not closing. Thank you very in, in, much. In my opinion, and thank you very much because the NFL is a second by second league. It's not year by year. It's not game by game. It's play by play, literally, in the National Football League. And if you got a guy like that, it's a lot easier to build around a guy with those kind of talents and gifts that Lamar Jackson has in Baltimore, and definitely what Josh Allen has in Buffalo. Yep. But here's why I'll go the other way. Here's why I'll say it's Lamar Jackson. He's about to be a two-time MVP. Mm. This is the best team he's had in Baltimore. Even better than the team he had back then when they were the number one seed in the AFC and they lost to the Tennessee Titans who just ran down a field. Keep going. You're just making me about to take my sweatshirt off now. Okay. Harry's about to get naked here on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. I guess I got him just ripping off all his clothes, as I tried to say about Lamar Jackson. With that kind of pressure with him, People are now waiting because he got his money. He did it his way. He was able to get his money this way. And then the Ravens say, we wanted to pay you anyway. You knew we wanted to. We just had to go through this. But now we're going to put weapons around you. We drafted Zay Flowers out of Boston College. Rashad Bateman did not have a case of the dropsies this year. They get Isaiah Likely, who was a perfect replacement for Mark Andrews, one of the better tight ends, not named Travis Kelsey or George Kittle in the NFL. And they're probably going to get him back this weekend after dealing with that knee injury, that ankle injury. And also, by the way, that defense on the other side. This is the best team that he's had. And they and when they had a pressurized situation in back-to-back games in six days, he led the charge to take apart the San Francisco 49ers on the road and the Miami Dolphins at home, where they scored at least 30, 40 points in both of those games combined. That's why I think he has the most pressure on him. Because he made you know this, Harry. You may not have it this good again like this in Baltimore. Mm. Every year is not the same in the National Football League. Every situation is not the same in the National Football League. Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, they ain't going anywhere. They're going to be there for more than a minute. Money has nothing to do with it. It's the talent that both of these two bring to the table. But can you imagine what that narrative is going to sound like if you're not able with the best thing you had in Baltimore and you're a two-time MVP in Lamar Jackson and you still can't get to the Super Bowl and you have one playoff win so far in your already great career? That's why. Your, your points are compelling with, with Josh Allen, especially with that big bad wolf known as Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and the Kansas City Chiefs. But this is the best team Lamar Jackson has ever had with the Baltimore Ravens, even though he has not had a long career. If they can't get it done with this team, there are no guarantees that they'll get another shot or keep getting shots in an NFL that keeps being more second-by-second second than year-by-year year, each and every year. And I would say this, too, when you look at the Buffalo Bills, and I think we have to throw Joe Brady into this equation. Mm-hmm. Good call. You know, something they haven't been able to do, I think, consistently in the past playoff appearances that they've been able to have 
it's rush the football consistently. Now that's another component to this offense mm-hmm. that's going to allow a lot of that pressure to be off of Josh Allen. Right. When in the okay. past it was Josh Allen, go go take us to the promised land. Absolutely. Right? But Joe Brady, and I was watching the game that the Kansas City Chiefs and, and the Buffalo Bills played the first time around a few weeks ago, and just some of the things that he's doing from an offensive standpoint, and I'm watching the defense of Steve Spagnola and how he's disguising, disguising coverages, and I'm saying to myself, man, this, these are two – coaches um, coaching at the highest level. And I can't remember, I can't help but think about the play that, you know, the touchdown pass that James Cook caught, caught out of the backfield. Absolutely. And how they brought a receiver in motion, which made it four strong to one side. And now the safety for the Chiefs, have to he has to come down because of the motion man. And James Cook just goes down the scene for a wide open touchdown. It's just the brilliance of, of what Joe Brady has been able to do and the dynamic he has been able to add to this offense. That's another reason yeah. I'm going to add to this. And both of these teams, mm-hmm. they have some key position players on both sides of the ball that are going to be free agents after this season. But I like the team that Lamar Jackson is on right now yeah. moving forward because you have a guy named Isaiah Likely who's really stepped up. So just imagine him the next few years along with Mark Andrews, mm-hmm. Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman. Right, I think those guys are going to be able to grow things together moving forward after this year. Defensively, they have a lot of free agents after this season. But one thing I'm never worried about when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens is them finding guys to fit them, their system. They do it in free agency every year. Absolutely. They do it within the NFL draft every year. When it comes to Buffalo, I don't know what that's going to look like moving forward. We'll put it this way. You will not have to worry about a lack of confidence from either one of these quarterbacks Mm -mm. when it comes to Josh Allen about to play Patrick Mahomes for the first time at home in a playoff game when they take on Kansas City and Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens kicking off the divisional weekend in the playoffs at 4.30 Eastern time on Saturday when they take on the Houston Texans. Check out the confidence of both of these guys. Josh Allen first, Lamar Jackson second. Played them every year for the last, I think, four or five years. So I think it's two teams that are very familiar with each other. So the wrinkles that they put in, that we put in, that we adjust to, you know, those are going to be key to, to winning this game. So, again, just trying to come in here and be as prepared as possible for game day. I don't really watch the games, but when I, when I do catch glimpses of other quarterbacks, but him, he's just been nothing talk on TV. You know, that's the guy who you're going to see day in, day out. You know, seven, he's been throwing the ball all over the field. Even though one of his star receivers, Tank Dell, went down, still been making things happen with the guys he has. How much more confident do you feel that this year's offense has the ability to put up the points you need to win in the playoffs? I'm very confident. Very, very confident. Extremely confident. Extremely. And for both of these quarterbacks, man, it's they're so dynamic, Freddie. You can have the perfect defense called, and it's not going to matter. I literally watched last night Steve Spagnola disguise and made it look like mm-hmm. he was about to bring a cover zero blitz. And at the snap of the football, he goes to a coverage in what we call Tampa 2 invert, right, where you have a linebacker move taking the, the flat responsibility, the corners going to the half field safety responsibilities, and it tricked Josh Allen. Sure but does. he's so dang on dynamic – he rushed the football and scrambled for nine yards, right? So mm-hmm. a play where in which you play a defense so well into perfection, the skill set of Josh Allen allows it to be a nine-yard game for the Buffalo Bills. And Lamar Jackson is the same way. I'm watching the game versus Houston and how, you know, a few times the pressure got him, but Lamar Jackson being Lamar Jackson was able to be dynamic in that ball game right. and defeat some of the things that D'Amico Ryans was drawn up defensively and overcame it because of the skill set of Lamar Jackson. The one thing that hurt the Buffalo Bills when they played this game against Kansas City at home, that game getting delayed until Monday from Sunday. That's one less day 
of rest and recovery and preparation. I mean, Kansas City has a two-day advantage on you because they played on Saturday night. Giving Steve Spagnuolo two extra days, and he had a chance to watch that game on Monday against Josh Allen, that kind of play calling, that kind of advantage, that is something to keep an eye on, even though the Buffalo Bills have home field advantage in a playoff game versus Kansas City for the first time since Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes have had this thing going that has everybody intrigued what's going to happen on Sunday night. It was also some runs for Kansas City's offense that I thought should have been some big hitters mm-hmm. that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire didn't see. Right. Isaiah Pacheco didn't play in that ball game, right? Mm-hmm. I, and, and he played they, a little bit, but yeah. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire got a little bit more time, but Pacheco's exactly. still not right yet. And and I think Pacheco, if he has those runs that I've seen early in that ball game, oh, yeah. those – could be home run hitters yep. for the Kansas City Chiefs moving forward. Especially against the Buffalo Bills defense that has a lot of guys compromised courtesy of injury. He is Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So the two biggest names that are not players are not even in the NFL right now. Jim Harbaugh, the coach of Michigan, but he's interviewed already the Los Angeles Chargers and the Atlanta Falcons. Bill Belichick. Remember him? He used to be the Patriots, and now he's no longer. But he interviewed with the Atlanta Falcons earlier this week. Who's a better hire for a coaching opening? Harry believes it's Jim Harbaugh. I believe it's Bill Belichick. What about you? Let's hear from you in the Dr. Pre- uh, Freddie and Harry Collin line at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Eric in New York is one of our favorites. Eric, who's a better hire for a coaching opening? Is it Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick and YAE, dog? First of all, how you doing, guys? We're good, doing my man. Good. Always good to great to you. be on with you. Hey, um, I really think, um, you know, going forward, it'd be Harbaugh. And the reason I say this is because how many of the problems with New England, with Belichick, was not just, you know, personnel, but maybe he just losing his touch a little bit. You know, so I, I, I just think Harbaugh um, would be um, – you know, a better course. Uh, I mean, a better choice. And let me say this, Freddie. I agree with you. Lamar has more. Pre- it, now, it, it's now. You got everything in front of you. You, you. Everybody has pressure on him. I would love to see Lamar go all the way because um, I, I think that would be um, that that would be uh, great for the NFL. Great for black quarterbacks, man. Just 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 do it, man. Get out there and do it. Okay. I will say this about Bill Belichick. I, I I don't think he lost his touch as a coach because I that agree. defense was still in total defense ranked seventh in the National Football League. They were top five in 2022. Mm-hmm. I, I think Bill Belichick, the GM, and and Bill Belichick mm-hmm. making making some questionable decisions yep. when it came to coaching hires allowed him to be in the spot that he was in when he was with the New England Patriots the last three, I would say, four, uh, three or four years. No doubt right? about that. That hurt Bill Belichick more so than him coaching and losing his touch. I, Bill Belichick's not going to lose his touch as a coach. It's not like he's going out there physically and playing the game of football. He's right. coaching. You don't you don't lose that, in my opinion. Yeah, it's going to have to be the right offensive coordinator for Bill Belichick. Yep. And the guy that's been the best with him has been Josh McDaniels. Terrible but, head coach, but, but, which, which is offensive coordinator. Though, which is important for Extremely. a football team and the Falcons who, who are looking for a quarterback. So mm-hmm. your offensive coordinator is going to be pivotal yeah, absolutely. if you're Bill Belichick and you get this job in Atlanta. And Josh McDaniels right now, he ain't doing anything. <laughs> I'm sure he would love nothing better. But you know what? How much money do do the Raiders still have to pay him? They're paying everybody. But see, that's my thing. So yeah. if he takes another job, that cuts, you know. Yeah, but he's a football guy. He's a football lifer. 
he'd rather be playing. He'd rather be coaching somewhere for less money than sitting on his, you know what, and getting that kind of money from the Las Vegas I Raiders. I need my millies. Where my cigar and my yak at? But like I said, he wants his money. <laughs> he needs his money one way or another. Josh McDaniels is going to get his money, whether he's sitting on it or coaching for it. If Bill Belichick goes somewhere else and brings him into the fold as an offensive coordinator, Aaron in North Carolina. Better coaching hire for an opening. Is it Jim Harbaugh still of Michigan or Bill Belichick currently unemployed, and why, my friend? Man, in my opinion, I got to go with Harbaugh. He's got that longevity, like that man said earlier. He, he He's proved it in both leagues already that he can win, and I think that's a big thing there. And then also I got to take about where he's going to end up. Mm-hmm. End up-wise, it's going to be where he fits him best and also bring in a quarterback that he wants. In my opinion, I think it's going to be his boy J.J. McCarthy out of Michigan already. You know, I mean, uh, if you listen to the interview he had with J.J. McCarthy, I mean, he's already talking about how he believes he is a NFL-caliber quarterback. Why Mm -hmm. would he not want to follow him in the NFL and develop him into that quarterback? Now, I would say this. It depends on, like, what team Harbaugh goes to mm-hmm. and where that team is picking because I'm not picking J.J. McCarthy with the eighth overall pick. I'm I'm not doing yeah, that. I like J.J. McCarthy, we're, but I don't like him like him that way. We're going to have to move back in the draft if that's what you decide to do. And another thing about Jim Harbaugh that I, that I actually like is that we've seen him be able to build and win, but we've also seen him be able to have instant success. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's been able to do both things. Not many coaches can do both. When you're able to be that kind of personality, but you can win, and you also find coaches that can coach your players that can win, mm-hmm. you become very seductive if you're Jim Harbaugh. All of a sudden, you have people taking you out to dinner with flowers in what? Los Angeles. You become very seductive. All right. When you're Where Jim else Harbaugh. you at? We it, need it, to no, it, 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 becomes, it becomes Harbaugh Wednesday, Harbaugh Friday, all that <laughs> love he's going to get because you just mentioned it. Not just winning but how you can win instantly. And in the NFL, where one one year you can be in the outhouse and the next year you can be in the penthouse. Not everybody can do what the Houston Texans did, where they hit on the right coach, D'Amico Ryans, and then two out of the top five draft picks have been monsters. C.J. Stroud, a quarterback, and also Will Anderson on the other side. He doesn't get enough credit what a great rookie season he's had being one of the leaders on that defense. But a guy like Jim Harbaugh is the one guy right now in this coaching cycle that you can probably plug him anywhere, and that team is instantly going to be better. If you put him with the Chargers, that'll be the best coach they've had probably since Don Coryell was there for that, for that organization. You bring him to the Atlanta Falcons and give him a quarterback. I've seen what he's done with Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith when he was with the San Francisco 49ers. He is an instant success maker when it comes to Jim Harbaugh. That was makes him very seductive in the eyes of people in the National Football One League. last thing before we move on from you know both of these coaches. Jim Harbaugh? Outside of Michigan, when you looked at him as a head coach, you know the only state he's coached in as a head coach? California, California. right? California. Yeah, before Michigan. Stanford, California. San Diego, and then San Francisco before he went to Michigan. That's mm-hmm. right. And he, won a na- he got a chance to go to the national championship game by winning in the state of California semifinals before they got a chance to what win a the finals. What coincidence. Yeah, I don't believe in coincidences. I just believe that Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> he may be that kind of personality. Those personalities always win, and the NFL knows that. And he's about seductive. Him. And he's very seductive to NFL people <laughs> trying to look for a head coach. Hit us up on Twitter anytime you want. Harry's handle, the seduction that he is at HDouglas83. My handle at Coleman ESPN. We are Freddie and Harry. Keep weighing in. Which quarterback has the more pressure 
when it comes to Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, part of NFL playoff weekend. Is it Josh Allen of Buffalo or Lamar Jackson of Baltimore? Weigh in on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at HDouglas83. So if both of these jobs become available and you got a Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick or Mike Vrabel, which is a better job if the job becomes available in Dallas or Philadelphia? Our thoughts on that next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. On a group of thought Wednesday known as Freddie and Harry, he's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance on Sirius XM Channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Liddell Townsell, Nunu, taking you back to a special time there, Harry Douglas? Yeah, you taking me to that Spearmint Rhino, boss. Oh, God. <laughs> Las oh, Vegas, I'm coming, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part's coming up. Do it. Mm-mm, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not that I can oh, yeah. tell you. Here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go. Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. If that doesn't make you feel better, then you have no soul. There's only so much we can do for you. Cowboys and Eagles trying to find their new, new soul once again after what happened to those two teams. The Eagles down the stretch in the month of December and January, and then what happened on Monday. Meanwhile, the Dallas Cowboys, I think the Green Bay Packers just scored again. They're showing the game right now on NFL Network and just seeing Jordan Love. Just doing, just, just throwing that, throwing the chocolate out of the football. That's what he was doing against the Dallas Cowboys. Just seeing that, I think it's very interesting, Harry Douglas, that the two owners of those teams, Jeffrey Lurie, Philadelphia, and Jerry Jones of Dallas, they've been awfully quiet ever since the weekend. Uh oh, I haven't heard of people. Jerry Jones didn't have his own radio show that he and his son Stephen Jones host every Tuesday on one hundred five point three in Dallas. Haven't heard a peep out of him. Haven't heard anything about Jeffrey Lurie. 
if you're a Cowboys fan, if you're Mike McCarthy, that's very interesting that we have not heard anything from Jerry Jones one way or the other when it comes to Mike McCarthy and his status going into the final year of his contract as a Cowboys coach. You know, they say when people are quiet, that means that they're making boss moves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or they're thinking about making boss moves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's the situation I, I actually feel that Jerry Jones and also Jeffrey Lurie are in at this moment, right? They're pondering. They're trying to figure out what's the next steps right. when it comes to their football team. Right. Are they going to let go of their coaches? Are they going to stick by their guy? And I think for both of those owners, mm-hmm. if – you're going through this situation and you're thinking and you're trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. And you say to yourself, uh, you have doubts. Right. When it comes to any one of these guys, then you got to move on. Yeah. One way or the other, especially with Nick Sirianni in Philadelphia, Mike McCarthy with the Dallas Cowboys. I'll get Harry's answer and I'll bring my answer as well. If both of these jobs become available, which is a better job? Is it Dallas or is it Philadelphia? But Troy Aikman, Hall of Fame quarterback, also analyst for Monday Night Football on ESPN ABC. When he was on the Stephen A. Smith show, he does believe the Cowboys will make a coaching change. But if they do. I personally don't see that happening. And part of the answer in that is because Jerry's 81 years old. And does he want to go through another regime, a new set of coaches, and all that goes with that? It's not as simple uh, or as clear cut, I think, as a lot of people might think. I understand the Bill Belichick argument. And if there were a change, it would seem like that's the one that makes the most sense. I've heard some say that, well, could Jerry work with Bill? My answer to that is... He worked with Bill Parcells. He gave up a little bit, but I don't think Jerry gave up as much as what a lot of people would suggest. And I don't know that he would have to give up anything now because Bill Belichick is interested in two things. One, he wants to set the record. And then two, he wants to win a Super Bowl without Tom Brady as his quarterback. And in Dallas, he would have the opportunity to do both of those things. And you have an owner that would allow him to coach because say what you want with the Dallas Cowboys. All of it's fair. All of it's on point how they have shrunk in the big moments. They have drafted extremely, extremely well. Go up and down their roster of the talented guys that they have. That's why if Bill Belichick has that criteria, Harry, of I want a team that is a very talented team, but an underachieving team, because I believe I'm that piece that can get them over the top, nobody fits that description better than the Dallas Cowboys, whether Mike McCarthy is there or not. And and I feel like if Bill Belichick is the coach of the Dallas Cowboys moving forward if a lot of things, you know, transpire and happen and go down uh, in Arlington, Texas with that Cowboys, you know, organization. Then also defensively, in my opinion, especially amongst the defensive line, Mm -hmm. there's going to have to be some things that change. At the linebacker position, there are going to have to be some things that change to the liking of Bill Belichick and the way he likes to construct defenses. Yeah, right. I I just don't think the way they're constructed right now, Bill Belichick is going to take that defense and say, hey, we're going to the promised land, right? Because he likes those guys that are versatile up front, play a lot of different techniques, uh, also have a little bit of size on them, right? That, that mm-hmm. can stop the run. And linebacker, we just seen a guy that, you know, used to play for him in Gerard Mayo and how dynamic he was and how versatile he was. That's the way he likes his linebackers. He don't like guys being, you know, 
210, 5-pounds right. playing linebacker trying to stop the run, and you got guards pulling to the second level, smashing them literally into the turf. <laughs> yeah, That's not what Bill Belichick likes as a, as a defensive uh, mind. Yeah, treat him like guacamole the rest of us, just yeah, grinding no. him into the pot when it comes to guys being that small. Literally. <laughs> they literally being ground into the ground. Wolf in Virginia's got something to say about this at 888-729-3776. Big Wolf, what you got to say on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio, brother? Wow, you guys have talent. I was going to ask you a serious question before I get into my silliness. Mm-hmm. Your themes, the questions that you pose each day are dynamic. They're very thought-provoking, man. Thank so you. I just want to say uh, Appreciate that. Uh, hats off to whoever comes up with that. I mean, what do you do, get together early in the morning or you have pretty, a team of people, whatever it is? Pretty much. It, it works. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. Appreciate that. It's a, it's a group right. effort between me, Thank you, Harry, Wolf. Shannon, and also Devin. We, we appreciate those kind words as Harry gives you the how. Well done by Harry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a transplant from the New York, New Jersey metropolitan area okay. down to this beautiful Shenandoah Valley where I, nice. where I picked up this nickname. Anyway, nice. what I wanted to say to you, and then you had a little uh, love boats thing, uh, <laughs> and then you had that little uh, hallmark moment where you guys were loving each other, but then you went off to that nudity like you were at the bottom of the So I, I had to bring that to the table as well. And then lastly, the analogy to this football, NFL, as you know, the John Gotti of uh, NFL being your uh, Dallas owner, <laughs> There's so many similarities to, to all those criminal calls made by the sidelines, sometimes the defensive coaches in the, in the case of the Philadelphia Phillies lately. But there's pressure on these people. And when you went to the question of pressure, for anyone that's played ball, whether it was team sports or whether it's individual sports, I boxed a little bit, of course, you don't feel the pressure when you're playing. It's the, the quarterbacks do not feel the pressure. They're too excited. They're too anticipating the moment that they have their opportunity, gentlemen. That's just my personal opinion. Now, Wolf, before you leave, um, I want to ask you a question. How did you get yeah. the nickname Wolf? Yes, exactly. That's what I want to know. I, I, I'll make it short. I was I was walking around with a friend. And first of all, I'm a protective kind of guy. Okay. I'm a family man. I, I love my children and my grandchildren. I'm a little older father than both of you guys. And I, 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 I caught, they caught that about me. But then the other day, I was going actually to a service, uh, and, and I said to a friend of mine, where are we going? He goes, we're going to Bears service. I just came down to the valley, so he took me down because we had some mutual friends. I said, well, you guys all have animal names for nicknames down here. He goes, you'll see. <laughs> and you know, when, I did, when I visited one of his friends, in the background was a beautiful porcelain or some kind of sculpture. I believe it was porcelain. It was a, a, a wolf. Uh, uh, singing up to the moon, man, over his pups that were surrounded him. And he said, Wolf, you got it. That's tremendous. You know what I'm talking about? That is tremendous. Wow. And apropos that the wolf protects the cubs, protects the pack. That's right. That's the perfect nickname for him. Yeah. He's, like right, he's right about Jerry Jones being like John Gotti. At a certain <laughs> point, you got to stop being Teflon and get things done. And if you got to go gangster, Nothing would be more gangster than Jerry Jones moving on from Mike McCarthy and bringing in Bill Belichick. But I'll ask you, Harry Douglas, here on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. By the way, Wolf in Virginia, really appreciate the phone calls as well as the kind words, man. We stand on shoulders like you that make this show what it continues to be and what we want it to be. So thank you very much for the kind words and the listen. But if both of these jobs become available, Philadelphia and the Dallas Cowboys, which is a better job? Ooh. Ah, oh, man, that's a tough one, Freddie. Um... 
Jeez. <laughs> I'll go with I'll go with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. But even though there's a lot of scrutiny that comes with it too, if you if you're not winning and doing what you're supposed to do, but mm-hmm. I think when you look at the star on the side of the helmet, um, you're going to be in the limelight at all times. Right. But also, Dak Prescott at the quarterback position, especially the way he's played, um, I would say the way he's played his entire career outside of 2022. Absolutely. Right? Um, I know you would like to see him be a lot better within the playoffs, but you got a guy in Michael Parsons who's a dominant force and literally mm-hmm. almost can, cannot be stopped on the defensive side of the ball. You got a guy that's going to come back next year in Trayvon Diggs who's going to get you interceptions and take the football away. You have Deron Bland. I know he got exposed a few times this year, but it's something to be said for a guy that can pick the football off yeah. and actually take it back for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, And I like CeeDee Lamb where he is. I think if they get another running back, they'd be exactly where they need to be, along with a few defense alignments. Well, put it this way. There's a certain guy out there named Derrick Henry that if you're not kicking the tires on him, if you're the Dallas Cowboys. And he just said, he just said on, on Busting with the Boys that mm-hmm. he wants to win a Super Bowl. He mm-hmm. wants to win moving forward within his career. Yeah, If you're not kicking the tires on him, then what are you doing? I know. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, because it's not going to be expensive to bring Derrick Henry in. You can make it an incentive-based contract, and all of a sudden now you got a little thunder to go with the lightning on the outside when it comes to your football team, when it comes to your offense, because now Tony Pollard can be the guy that can be that change-of-pace guy, can catch the ball out of the backfield, run between the tackles a little bit, but get him on the outside in space. That's where he's good at. When you need those tough yards, you don't have to try to trick people. You don't have to try to fool people. You look at Derrick Henry and say, behind that offensive line, that three all-pros, you give him the football, third and one, first and ten. Fourth and inches, first and ten. Second and eight, give him the ball, first and ten. You're going to make that quarterback and that defense better by having a guy that still has some juice in the tank. And I'm with you with the Cowboys being a better job because if you take the Philadelphia Eagles job, you got to deal with two things, that fan base and that fan base. <laughs> and the third thing, the media. Sometimes those things will drive you insane. The Cowboys fan base, and I'm a Cowboys fan. There are plenty of Cowboys fans I don't even want to associate with. I don't even want to be bothered with. I would not even watch a game with some of these Cowboys <laughs> fans that drive me up a wall. But the Dallas media and their fan base is nowhere as intense as the Philadelphia fan base or the Philadelphia media. I'm not criticizing it. They're that passionate about the Eagles. They're that passionate about their team. And you've got to have alligator skin to deal with that. And at a certain point, who wants to deal with that? no matter how much of an organizational structure they have in place, that's been really good in Philadelphia with the Philadelphia Eagles. Also, no state income tax in the state of Texas. Just thought I'd throw that yeah. out there, too. You keep more of your money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is that spot on by Harry Douglas. Yep. Here on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive, they save nearly $750 on average, whether you're in the state of Texas or not. That's a good way to be when it comes to Progressive Insurance. Big NBA news involving a major, major trade in which one guy was traded that plenty of other teams really wanted but did not pull that trigger. We'll get to that next on Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
loved. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Groove Without Wednesday on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Major trade in the NBA involving a guy that plenty of people coveted, plenty of people wanted. But it seems that the Indiana Pacers, they get Pascal Siakam. He leaves the Toronto Raptors part of that trade. Another guy leaving that team as they shed OG Ananobi. The Knicks got him. But they get Pascal Siakam, the Indiana Pacers, in a trade that sends Bruce Brown, Jordan Noara, and three first-round picks to the Toronto Raptors. Let's talk about that and other NBA matters with Tim Bontemps. ESPN NBA writer does a great job covering the sport. Hit him on Twitter at Tim Bontemps. Tim, what do you think about that trade? Pacers, they get Pascal Siakam. They send three, two players and three first-round picks to the Toronto Raptors in the trade that happened earlier today. I think it ultimately makes sense for everybody. I, I don't – I think Indiana might have paid a little bit heavy of a price given I'm not sure who they were competing with for Pascal services, and I'm not sure Toronto was incredibly motivated to re-sign him this summer. But when you really look at it, this year's draft is pretty rough. Indiana already has a bunch of young players. So if you take those two picks from this year's draft, you're really looking at a top four protected pick in 2026 and some expiring money. You know, Bruce Brown, a a nice player, but a guy they can replace on the wing um, in exchange for an all-star caliber forward who gives them a totally different dimension offensively and should be a really good compliment to Tyrese Albert and going forward. And I think it's safe to say Indiana wouldn't have made this kind of trade if they didn't feel confident being in a smaller market that Pascal would want to stay there long-term. So, you know, they do a bit of pre-agency early, give up a little bit of extra draft capital, but on a young team, I understand why. And for Toronto, they probably should have made the Pascal move sooner, but given the situation they were in, I think they arbitraged it about as well as they could have. And, you know, again, this just further solidifies that the Raptors are going to be built around Scotty Barnes and to a lesser extent, Emmanuel quickly uh, going forward. And that's the axis around which they're going to revolve. I remember uh, the the Toronto Raptors head coach said that Scotty Barnes was going to be the face of the league. Now he was selling this player a little bit. I understand that, a but bit. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit much for me. But when you look across the NBA, what other all-star level players could be on the move? Um, 
you thinking DeJounte Murray, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, who do you think has an opportunity to get traded moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, Darko Ryakovich in that rant was trying to say he was going to be one of, you know, the A face of the NBA rather than D face, which with the way Scotty has improved from his rookie year when he won rookie of the year, I think he's got a chance to be a perennial all-star player. But as far as the rest of the trade market, I think it's a little unclear how mm-hmm. things are going to go. I mean, certainly our agent Orjanowski has reported that DeJounte Murray is available <clears throat> in trades in Atlanta, but like Pascal Siakam, there wasn't a huge market for DeJounte services. It'll be interesting to see what in Atlanta can come up with for trade. Same thing with Zach Levine in New- in uh, Chicago. Obviously a guy that has been very openly available for a while. There have not been any takers. Um, so, you know, I think as far as the, the big name players, you probably have to start with those two guys. And then, you know, across the league, you have a lot of teams that are interested in trying to do business because you have a lot of teams that are trying to make the playoffs that are trying to be competitive. Mm-hmm. There are very few teams that are just, you know, trying to be at the bottom of the standings this year. So I do think there's a good chance to be a lot of movement. I think it could be more of a situation where, you know, solid to good players are being swapped around or guys are being moved from one situation to another, as opposed to some of the blockbuster deals that people like to see. But on the other hand, we've already seen OG Ananobi and Pascal Siakam and Drew Holiday and Damian Lillard and James Harden get traded since <laughs> the start of the season. So right. I, if you look at the trade deadline as sort of what's happened from the start of the season until now, that's one of the most active trade deadlines we've had in a long time in the league. So, yeah. you know, but I think over the next three weeks, it's probably going to be a little slower just based off the fact that we've seen a lot of the marquee guys already change teams. Great stuff by Tim Bontemps, ESPN NBA writer, joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. What was it like being at the ball game last night between Denver and Philadelphia? Because it looked like it was awfully personal for Joel Embiid, the way that he played and was reacting throughout the game, Tim. It was awesome. Like, it was just a genuinely – fun game and you mentioned that it was personal for Embiid I I don't I wouldn't really say that the funny thing about the Embiid and Jokic stuff is that those guys are pretty tight and have a lot of respect for each other and always have and that's not always the case when you see guys going back and forth for MVP I mean if you guys remember a couple years ago when Yas Tedekupo and James Harden were going back and forth for MVP there was some words exchanged at different points between the Bucks and the Rockets about that. And there was definitely some, you know, tempers that flared at different points. And that's just really never been the case with these two guys. Even wasn't yeah. last night. You had both of them praising the other one after the game. But from a pure basketball standpoint, mm-hmm. it was a fantastic game. I mean, neither team tried to guard anybody in the first half, so there was a lot of points scored. And then you had arguably the two best players in the league or two of the five best players in the league you know, going at it and going at each other for most of the second half, including the final seven, eight minutes of the game. So it, it lived up to the hype in every possible way. And it was, uh, it was super fun to be at. And hopefully we'll get to see the same thing on our air next Saturday in Denver when these two teams face off again. Yeah. That is the rivalry right now in the NBA, Joel Embiid versus Nikola Jokic. And we are all here for that. Like Tim Bontemps was last night. And also next week, does a great job. The ESPN NBA writer hit him on Twitter at Tim Bontemps, joining us here on Freddie and Harry. Great stuff as always, Tim. Take care and be well, my friend. Thank you so much. 
Thanks, fellas. No, so you always hit us up on Twitter anytime you want. Harry's handle at hdouglas83, my handle at Coleman ESPN. Don't forget the phone number as well. Be a part of the conversation on the Freddie and Harry call-in line at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Especially when it comes to this, who gets hired first, Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick? Our answers are next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.